Welcome to Daily Daf Different, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Talk Differently. I am Rabbi Joel Roth from the Jewish Theological Seminary and the Conservative Yeshiva, and today we are studying Ta'anit, page 31, the last page of the Masechet. Remember that in the Mishnah, the last Mishnah has a very uh, 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 positive things to say, even though the Mishnayot that preceded are about all sorts of terrible things that happened on specific days during the year. I quickly read to you again what the Mishnah says. were wonderful days for the Jewish people. On which days the daughters of Jerusalem go out in war, in borrowed white clothing, in order not to embarrass anybody who doesn't have. Period. All of these clothes that are, that are borrowed have to be immersed, have to be immersed. Period. And the daughters of Jerusalem go out and they dance in the vineyards. And what did they say? They said as follows. Boys, take a look and see. See what you're choosing for yourself. Don't look at beauty only. Look at, at the family. Because, quoting a verse from Mishle, it is not beauty that matters, but God-fear, the God-fearing nature uh, of the family. That is what is praiseworthy. Well, uh, I point out to, to you one thing before we begin to look at the, at the Gemara near the very end, and that is that some people have the version instead of Uvenot Yerushalayim Yotzeot, it says, Uvenot Yisrael Yotzeot, all the daughters of, of Israel go out. Furthermore, one other point is at the simple level, this mission seems to be indicating that uh, both on Yom Kippur and on Tuba'av, this transpires, the girls go out dancing, a type of Sadie Hawkins day. But the Gaonim say it only applied on Tuba'av, it did not apply on Yom Kippur. And now, I would like to read the, uh, the conclusion of the Gemara with you, the fifth short line from the last of the short lines, the fifth short line up from the last of the short lines, where it says, Shabahem benot Yerushalayim, etc., quoting the Mishnah. Tenu Rabbanan, we now have a baraita which is being quoted, and let us see, you will see right away, ways in which it differs from what the Mishnah says. Bat Melech, Shoelet mi Bat Kohen Gadol, the daughter of the king, a princess, borrows a white garment from the daughter of a Kohen Gadol. Bat Kohen Gadol mi bat Sigan. The daughter of, a, of the high priest borrows it from the, 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 the vice high priest. 
uvatz gam mibat meshuach nochama. And the daughter of that priest borrows it from the priest whose job it is to announce before people go out to war to give them courage and uh, to say which ones are exempt and can go home. That's who the daughter of the Sagan Kohanim should borrow from. Uvat meshuach nochama mibat kohen idiot. And the daughter of that Kohen who makes the declaration before war borrows from the daughter of a, co- of a, of a regular Kohen, a Kohen with no higher status. V'chod Yisrael sho'alim zemizeh, can all of Israel ask from one another, k'day sh'lo yitbayesh mishain lo, in order that someone who doesn't have one will not be embarrassed. So number one, you get a picture that people ask from someone from from someone who is of lower status than they, when normally, if you were going to try to make a good impression, you might try to borrow from someone from a higher status. But in order not to embarrass people who don't have, this Baraita says you borrow from people who are of lower status, and then all the people of the lower status just borrow from each other. Then the, the... the Baraita refers to the clause of the Mishnah that says, All of these borrowed garments can require immersion in a mikvah because maybe they had been worn when the woman who was was ritually impure, and since we didn't want to, don't want to cause this impurity, they should all be immersed. And this the Baraita says, Even if they are folded and put in a box, and then laying in a box. That is to say, that's the equivalent of saying, even if they looks like they're newly purchased when you borrow them, you still have to do it so that everybody is treated in exactly the same way. And then, note how the Baraita quotes this clause of the Mishnah, Benot Yisrael yotzot v'cholot bakramim. The daughters of Israel go out and dance, whereas in the Mishnah, can only say the daughters of Jerusalem. I had one other P.S. There are some versions that say B'nai Yisrael. Now that doesn't mean only the boys. It means both boys and girls go out and dance in the vineyards. Tanan, we have a baraita which makes the following claim. Who, Who are the boys who go out? The boys who go out are those who are unmarried. That is to say, it's not that everybody goes out according to the Baraita, it's the unmarried boys who go out. And now, note the difference which I'm about to read between the way the Baraita has and the way the Mishnah has. The Mishnah has only one statement that all the girls apparently make. But listen to the Baraita. Here's what the Baraita says. The most illustrious of the girls, that is the girls who are in the highest class, they used to say, uh, note, now we have the Baraita. What did the most beautiful ones say? They used to say, Look at how beautiful I am. Because a woman is intended for beauty. Um, the, the ones with good uh, standing, they used to say, look at the family. 
We're upper class. That means these are women with standing, but not necessarily beautiful. Because the purpose of a wife is to have children. Therefore, if you want to have good yichas, if you want to go from good stock, that's what the women of good stock, but not necessarily beautiful, used to say. And what are the girls who didn't, weren't too pretty at all? What did they say? They say, Take what it is that you are acquiring for the sake of heaven. That is to say, marry me for the sake of heaven. On the condition that you bejewel us with golden jewelry. The implication being that even if I'm not so good looking, when I get dressed up and when you give me diamonds and you give me rubies, I will be beautiful. I don't want to spend a lot of time discussing what I know will bother many people who have heard this about these social differences. I only wish people to consider the reality that despite our desire that such things not occur and not appear and not be in the real world, the chances really are that they still are, even to an extent in our day. Now we come to the very end of the Gemara, that uh, people spend a lot of time trying to figure out exactly what it's doing here. But here's what it says. Amar Ula Bira, Ula, the, from the city of Bira, said in the name of Rabbi Elazar, Atira Kadosh Baruch Tzarikim. In the future, God will make a chorus, that is to say, everybody sitting around in a big circle for the righteous. And God himself will be sitting among them in the Garden of Eden. And every one of these righteous people will be able to point with his finger to God, he will say in that such a day, that is to say the righteous, this is the God for, for, in, in, for whom we hoped, and, and he would save us. This is the God in whom we had hoped. We will rejoice in his salvation. I offer only one of the explanations of many that is given, and that is that since they sit around in a circle, it shows that the, the, the reward of the righteous is eternal. And that ends Masechet Ta'anit on a very positive remark. And now I end my statements about it with the following claim. We have at the end, always, Hadran Alach Bishlosha Prakim, that is to say, Hadran Alach, most people, most people understand to mean we will review the chapter called Shlosha Prakim, Uslik Allah Masechet Ta'anit, and Masechet Ta'anit is at an end. I think that Hadran Alach is really a statement saying goodbye. It is parallel to a statement in the Mishnah of Sukkah, of Tractate Sukkah, that when they left the, the temple after the marching around with the Hoshanot, they would say, Yofilach Mizbeach. Yofilach Mizbeach means literally, you are very pretty altar. But in fact, it is a way of saying, farewell, I'll see you again. And therefore, that Hadran is sort of an Aramaic form of Yofi, and Hadranalach means farewell, Masachat Ta'anit, I will see you again. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently. 
and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.